Hey guys, it's Jason at Hard Money Bankers with your Private Money Minute. So I got an interesting segment today. Sometimes I like to bring on local experts um, in the industry and just ask them one question of a specific topic. So recently we've been talking about buying rental properties with little or no equity in them. And people's thoughts on that, you know, I'm still kind of up in the air if I should buy a, a, a property with no equity because depending on your financial situation, maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. So I have Josh Weidman here from Turnkey Philly. Oh. Josh, say what's up. How are you guys doing today? Cool. So what's your thoughts? Obviously, you're in the Philadelphia market and that, that differs based sure. on, where, on where you're at. But you obviously sell a lot of properties where you're finding the property, you're renovating it, you're putting a tenant in it, you're leasing it out. And then, yeah, you know, you have a, a turnkey buyer that's coming in. Like, what are your thoughts about properties that don't have equity, but maybe there's other ways to financially gain from them? So there's a couple, a couple thoughts here. First and foremost, as a general rule of thumb, I think it's a terrible idea to buy a property with no equity in it. Um, our turnkey investments, even though we're doing all the work and doing every, you know, we're not selling them at retail. There's, I look at this as an investment, and if you've got to liquidate your investment, you should at least be able to get back what you have in it. That's that's my two cents. That's the that's the short answer. The longer answer, and I think, well, the, the longer answer really is that everybody's financial situation is different. I mean, we could have the exact same income and, you know, in the, be in the same profession and we still are not going to have the same financial needs for our families and our and our own situations. In spe specifically, I think it's a um, it, it may be advantageous to buy a property at market value. If you know that you're one maybe at the bottom of the market and there's an upside, the property's been renovated, there's a good paying tenant involved and the cash flow is good. Like that's that's not a bad, uh, you know, opportunity there. Uh, plus, if you're looking at a really long-term hold, if you're, you know, let's face it, if you're buying a property to hand down to your kids, <laughs> what do you care what you're paying for it? Because eventually, you're going to get the money back, um, whether you're paying market value or not. And you know, with appreciation and things like that, you're at least going to keep the value of your money uh, alive as, uh, with the asset. So, I mean, th there's there are some arguments. Uh, to buying at market value, and there are a lot of people that are buying now at market value. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it, mainly because of what I've seen. Uh, you know, when when we first got started in the market, it was it was crashing. You know, and you, all these people are upside down in their properties because they took all the equity out, um, and they were buying it at the highest numbers, anticipating anticipating continual appreciation. And that's obviously that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and also I think it depends on the financial situation. And when you use the term liquidate, when you are looking to liquidate, I mean, if it's an unknown and you may need to liquidate soon, you need equity. Now equity right. can either be from what we're used to in our world of sweat equity, where we're buying it at a 30% discount, or you buy a property for hundred grand, you get 70% uh, loan, and then you put 30% down and you have technically equity at your own cash. And if it, you sold it and you took a took a loss, like at least you can get out of it type of thing, but you're kind of building in your, your equity. So I, I don't, you know, I, I, again, like, I feel like every time I have this conversation, there's two different sides and part of me is like, you know what, it makes sense. And part of me is like, yeah, I don't know if it makes sense. Um, and it came to life because we have an opportunity on a property that wasn't performing great that we could put into our portfolio at 60 grand. And it's not, and it's worth 60 grand. Like that's just what it's worth. So I can either get out, get out, get our money back on a loan or keep it as a rental. And the rental comes in at 1200 bucks a month and it's a lower end area, but it's a good cash flow property um, with a stable tenant kind of in place. So I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out if it makes sense to, to keep this it or is, not. 
this is this is something that to consider as well. If you're talking about one property in your portfolio, uh, whether it's you know one individual investment that you have that's a, a rental, or it's one investment of many in a portfolio, it really doesn't all that matter matter all that much. But if you're talking about buying 20 units, right, and all 20 are at 100% of the value of the house, you know. You you've got to over over a portfolio. You've got to have some wiggle room because you're going to have those properties that are going to perform. They're going to have those properties that are not going to perform. At the end of the day, when it's time to sell, you want to make sure that you get your principal back. You get, you know, you're you're making money. That's the bottom line. And you know, with the equity, like one one property out of out of the ones you own, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, I think the key word, like you said, was if it's one out of your portfolio and another key term, maybe like diversify and you have one asset like that. I mean, I came across somebody the other day who, you know, he's got quite a bit of cash, so he's looking to park cash. So instead of putting it into a, a no return investment, he's like, you know what, I want to buy this property. It's 300 grand. I'm going to park my cash in it and it's going to spit out uh, 2,000, 2,500 bucks a month. And you know what? That doesn't really meet the rental model that a lot of us look for, you know, sure. for getting a good return. But at the same time, he thinks it's a stable asset. He thinks in 10 years from now it's going to be worth more than that. So obviously the, the, the way that it appreciates plus, um, you know, everything else he kind of has, has in place, you know, time will tell what his return is on that. Plus he's making a return on the, on the money and he has nowhere else to put it at this point anyways. Um, mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, on a deal like that, it doesn't really make sense if you don't have a lot of money or you need to take on take on uh, debt because it doesn't cash flow, but in his case, maybe it works. Maybe like that works great well, for an A area. Think about it like this too. I mean, you look at the um, the, the uh, apartment market in New York and the condo market in New York, a lot of the, the higher end $100 million properties, that whole market is fueled by people that need to put their money somewhere. That I mean, there are a lot of countries in the world where it's not safe to put money in a bank because it might disappear. You know, I mean, Really, it makes a heck of a lot of sense to park your money in a in a real asset in a stable economy like ours. We're U.S. citizens, you know. We're dealing in in different numbers, so I mean, for most people, that's not the best uh, option. But there are plenty of opportunities there. Um, you know, between you and me, if I, you know, you got an extra three hundred thousand dollars sitting around, I think I could find some better things than park it. But agreed, you know, agreed. Yeah. But yeah, but some, especially passive investors that aren't actively out there. And maybe yeah. that's maybe the two key takeaways real quick are if you're an active investor, you could probably find a better a better use. Sure. Um, so maybe that's one. If you're a passive investor, maybe parking that money into that and getting a stable return is the answer. So an active investor, maybe you could have a better use if you're going to be having money or a better deal that you can put that towards. And the other takeaway from this quick uh, you know video call was, you know what? If it's one deal you have like that and there's such a good spin on it like in this particular case there's no equity but there's a ton of cash flow right maybe you know go back to hey it's a diversified portfolio it makes sense so cool i think we got our two key takeaways which are, are important awesome. i appreciate yeah. it josh i knew you'd be one expert to talk to related to this because it is an ongoing topic and you know i'm glad we had a chance to talk so awesome. i appreciate it as always this is jason with your private money minute thanks guys